0: On to the science fiction. Story number one A lesser hell, written by three ducks in a man suit. Well, I'm gonna die. Let's try and look at the positives. I'll be the first human to perish on another planet. On the minor side, I wasn't exactly passing away peacefully, surrounded by friends and loved ones. I was still five kilometers out from the colony, but I wasn't gonna make it. Oxygen levels were just too low. Lightheadedness was swamping me. My reddish landscape swam before my eyes. The goddamn beeping sound wasn't helping. Was I hearing things? Oh, right. That was the O2 alarm warning me I was about to pass out. I'd contacted the colony. So some of those fish-looking weirdos could actually breathe and the soup Would probably be out here in time to drag my lifeless corpse back to the base Didn't help me right now, though They were slower than a turtle in flypaper I suppose I should be feeling a bit more of that existential despair That's supposed to accompany knowledge of certain death I remember sitting at Gran's bedside when she was in her last moments Letting slip how she didn't want to go and was terrified, terrified enough to traumatize a seven-year-old girl with a brutal glimpse of the future. But all I felt was a vague sense of shock, foreboding and uh, tiredness, probably the oxygen deprivation speaking again. Oh, God Almighty, that alarm was annoying. I was lying down. Ah! Not good, as long as I was still walking in the right direction, there was still hope, right? Jumbled thoughts splitted through my head, then just black For a long time it felt like I was floating in nothingness I couldn't really say that my surroundings were dark if I was on a space or on a planet Not because I lacked the capacity to observe, but because my mind was distracted by the half-formed thoughts and memories I couldn't quite pin down. It was really like being in a dream. Then, like waking up, reality returned. It was wet. That shouldn't be possible. We didn't know much of the fish-looking aliens we shared this new colony with, but we knew that, somewhat ironically, their planet was devoid of liquid water. Early tests had suggested that they even had some kind of aversion to it, as it was poisonous to them. They had reacted with what I was pretty sure was horror when they had seen a sheer quantity of it colonists had brought with them. My feet hit the ground of shifting sands beneath about a foot of water. I was reminded of the beaches back home. Again, impossible. I was light years from Earth. There was no beaches on Outreach. A second revelation arrived in my confused, addled mind finally managed to question why I could feel water on bare skin. A short examination gave me the answer I wouldn't want. I was naked. What the hell was going on? A glance at the landscape showed an unbroken horizon of blue. Water in slow, lapping waves lit by an icy light from no discernible source. It was cold The chill seeping into my bones was especially noticeable In contrast to the balmy world that I had died on With nothing else to do I started walking I noted with some minor interest and disgust That the water had tiny floating worms in it They would swim up to my legs and investigate Before sharply losing interest in me and drifting off to do uh, Whatever it was that creepy afterlife water worms do in their spare time I walked for hours, but strangely didn't get tired The cold was annoying, but only mildly Really, the whole situation was more bemusing than anything else I was Alice lost in a wonderland Finally, a sound like waves breaking on the shore announced something approaching I appeared at the distance to spy a human-sized something charging at me Only when it was a hundred or so meters away did I recognize it for one of the natives, its vins and rust-colored skin leaping out of its features. But there was a great deal wrong with this picture. It was moving with a great deal faster than the meandering locals that I had seen, almost at a running pace of a human. The water was supposed to be deadly to them, but it was charging through the shadows with a great enthusiasm. Then, come to think of it, didn't they also flourish in a much higher temperate zone than us? This cold should have been positively glacial to them. The more I thought about it, the more this place seemed really, really unsuitable for the locals of a dry, hot planet— Only when it got closer did I hear the croaking noise these creatures made when they laughed and see the automatically improbable spikes and patches of atypical coloration adorning its body. This was not a standard member of the species. It stopped just before reaching me and began to speak. Regrettably, my translation implant was in my suit, which hadn't made it with this weird place. So I could only rely on my very rudimentary understanding of the language Something Something eternity Was that the word for suffering? I think I heard one of them use that word when I ran out of fiber crackers in the calf I drew some kind of instrument from the air as it spoke It resembled the tube of clear jetty attached to a solid handle Upon the completion of the little speech, it waved it towards me The sheer surprise at the action prevented me from dodging it in time and the tube splattered on my chest, raking across and leaving a trail of slime that smelled vaguely of citrus. Hey, gross! I took a step back and scooped some of the water to wash it off. It tingled slightly. This whole situation was getting weirder and weirder. Who the hell even are you? Where is this place? The fish dude wandered forward to try and strike me again, but this time I dodged out the way. It was faster than the average member of its race, but it was still easy enough to avoid for a fit human. They were creatures whose survival depended on physical resilience against their environment, not running from predators like humans. It chased me without tiring, coming at me with a jetty sword again until eventually frustration made me lose my temper. Oh, frick you, fish face! Eat sand! I dashed around its back before it could turn and pushed it down. It went down into the water with a splash. Damn thing! Must have weighed near 200 kilos. Its jelly whip flew out of its hand, landing a step away from it. Not letting the opportunity drop, I darted forward and grabbed it. Let's see how you like it. I shrunk the creature with the whip as it pulled itself back to its feet. Instead of a line of harmless slime, the streak with a jitty splash onto the left fur uh, angry red welt. The creature moaned in the sound that I recognized as pain. Abruptly, the fish dude resolved into water like candy floss, making me leap back in mild disgust. What the frick? It wasn't over. Water didn't rush in to fill the gap left by the disappearance. Instead, there was a dry hole in the middle of the landscape of endless water. Looking into the hole, I realized there was no sand on what I was walking on. Instead, it led to… somewhere familiar. When I calmly walked into the colony workers' lounge and requested something to wear, the room almost immediately erupted with screaming. I was back, but I still had no idea what was going on. The hole I crawled through to get back to the colony had disappeared the moment I was through, as if it had never been there. It had appeared on a wall behind which I distinctly noted a lack of any endless stretches of calf high water inhabited by creepy fish dudes, making me wonder if I'd hallucinated the whole thing. Everything was the same as how I left it, but my appearance threw the entire colony into utter turmoil for reasons I did not yet understand. It wasn't until I'd managed to calm down some of the less panicky individuals and get myself a change of clothes that I finally got the answers I was after. I insisted, unseen the body, of course. It was only natural after being told what I heard. But I couldn't deny that once I was in my morgue, looking at my own face lying on the slab. I was dead, killed five kilometers from the colony due to running out of oxygen on what should have been a routine mission gone wrong. The fish boys had recovered my body and brought it back. But by the time someone with a basic understanding of human biology could see me... It was way, way too late They did some genetic and biometric testing Someone brought up the idea of identical twins But minor biological markers unique to me that would be impossible to fake blew those theories out of the water I was here, alive and with a new, mostly healthy body Yet I was also there, dead, on arrival I told my story to the colony leaders It was fantastical, but they all wanted to hear it the human colony leaders scoffed and accused me of making crap up. Couldn't really blame them, but the fish dudes reacted in the way no one could have anticipated. You say it was filled with water? Yeah. And cold? Yeah. And there were scour worms in the water? I have no idea what those are, but yeah... They're a rare parasite that burrow under the flesh and cause great pain. You were approached by a carousin with spikes extending from its head and streaks of green down its body, who wielded a vatch. At the question, the fishboy carousin projected an image onto the conference room wall. It appeared to be an artist's rendering of exactly the creature I'd seen, holding the jelly salt thing. That guy? Oh yeah. What is this all about? Why are you looking at me like that? The kerosene all shared a meaningful glances, while the human colonists and I stared at them in bewilderment. Miss Hunt, this picture is of the Great Tormentor, a figure from our mythology who supposedly tortures the souls of non-compliant in the afterlife until they are willing to let go of their sins and pass on to paradise. It is... Our devil. He leaned forward, swiveling his creepy eyes towards me. It seems... uh, that you have somehow managed to escape from hell. A great deal happened over the next few weeks. I made intergalactic news for all sorts of reasons. Naturally, most of the media thought it was some kind of elaborate prank or hoax, and everything calmed down eventually. It wasn't until one of the residents' mechanics of the colony died of a heart virus two years later that things started up again. He was dead for less than a day before he reappeared confused and slightly wet, in a woman's locker room on the other side of the colony, perfectly healthy. The two witnesses say that he'd seen a naked man crawl out of a hole in space, through which they could vaguely make out some watery landscape under the cold blue light. He'd taken longer to escape that place than me, mainly because he'd been less willing to grab the jetty sword and only resorted to that after trying diplomacy with E.T. Satan for far longer than I had patience to. Two people had died in an outreach colony. Two people had come back to life with new bodies and stories about escaping an abstract place that perfectly fit the local description of Hull. The news took it slightly more seriously, but there was still the hidden element of no, come on, what really happened to all the reports. Then it happened again and again. What the hell was Coruscant a mild discomfort to us? What was a terrible and unbearable tormentor for the Coruscant was a mild annoyance for us. And escaping, an act that required stealing the Devil's weapon from his very hands was an impossible task for the Coruscant, but uh, surprisingly easy for us. On an alien planet, the afterlife could not hold us. Everyone who died here went to the same place. According to the Coruscant legend, everyone goes to that hell first. How virtuous you were in life determines how long you must suffer before being allowed into paradise. On the Sadian planet, humans were immortal. As the colony grew in people, as my name became more and more famous as the first woman to come back from the dead, I began to wonder about the future. The Coruscant had lived here forever, but human numbers were climbing. Would the day come where we pushed them off their own homeworld? If that happened, would their howl still even exist? I had no idea, but apparently, as long as it did, we had forever to figure it out. End of story And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun, I hope